Thanks everyone for tuning in to the Love Your Career podcast. This is our second edition, our second pilot. And today our guest is none other than Tom Trout, my business partner and the managing director of Love Care Recruitment. We've, I've known Tom for around seven years and he's someone I have huge amount of respect for. He's got fitness industry knowledge from a, from a career in the fitness industry and he's one of, if not the best recruiter that I've ever worked with. So without further ado, here's Tom. Thanks for joining us, Tom. Um, so let's jump straight into the first question. So tell us about your career so far. Yeah, sure. So um, I left school um, after my A-levels, not sort of really knowing what I wanted to do. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was, well, I did know what I wanted to do. I wanted to become a, a fighter pilot, but my maths is horrendous. <laughs> um, so that was never going to happen. Um, so I decided to, to try my hand at sales um, at a phone shop, independent phone shop, quite like that. Um, did, did quite well actually um, and then got quite bored of that at a young age and decided to go traveling um, so I went to Australia um, got as much parting out my system as I could um, had a wonderful time spent all of my money racked up some credit card debt so decided I need to come home uh, and then uh, yeah came home and wanted to follow um, a passion which is fitness always been into my fitness, um, decided to go and do my personal training qualification um, and then um, moved into um, LA Fitness, um, where I spent quite a, quite a long time, actually about five years, uh, moved into um, a sales role within LA uh, and then worked my way up to become um, general manager uh, in London. Um, got bored, I guess, again, <laughs> and went traveling with my now wife um went spent some time in in new zealand and southeast asia um and then came came back met with yourself lawrence to help me find a job you're welcome <laughs> thank you and uh the rest is is history as they say um joined you guys um i think just actually on your first birthday i think i joined wasn't it just about seems, thereabouts, yeah thereabouts. yeah seems um seems so long ago uh and then yeah um have, have worked with you guys ever since and you made my dream come true, I guess, and and helped me uh, open my own business. Oh. So thank you for that. Expand a little bit on the on the journey with love, because that yeah. that took you to that point. Obviously, it's been a long time since then. Yes, yeah. So um, I came in, as I say, obviously still very new um, as very as a recruit new. recruitment company. Um, so sort of came in um, with. I guess some some challenges in in terms of I a I didn't know recruitment um, at all. Um, we were working on a lot of anything and everything. I think at the time as well, so um, had to jump straight into the fire. I guess, um, but I got my head down. I worked hard. I, I think I was very honest with you guys, you yourself and Abby at the time, in terms of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. Um, you're very honest with me in terms of what I needed to improve on um, and got my head down and, and kind of hopefully, I guess, can I say this, that I kind of paved the way, I, I suppose, for, for promotions and, and the other guys coming in and things Without like that. Um, came in as, as senior account manager, moved into account director and then first recruitment director for the business. Uh, and then obviously moved across into an open love care, um, which I'm now the MD of um, and yeah, I'm part owner of as well. Amazing. In terms of the, the areas you mentioned about the travel, the phone shops, would you almost say that they were building blocks as to where you're, did you learn things even from those 
early experiences of your journey to help shape how you see things now? Yeah, hundred hundred percent. Um, it's a great question, actually. Um, I was I was never very confident um, as a kid. Actually, it's quite timid. Um, so traveling, I traveled with my brother, um, and it really brought me out my shell. Um, you know that ability to just communicate with with everyone and anyone um, really helped me um, grow as a person, I guess, and 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 be a lot more confident. Uh, but also made me realize that I wanted to follow a passion. Uh, which was which was fitness, um, which is why I came in and, and moved into that for sure. But um, yeah, it, it definitely, definitely shaped me um, in terms of who I am now. And even when I was sort of slightly older as well and, and went to New Zealand um, and did that, that set of traveling again, you know, you learn so much about yourself. Um, I'd always, you know, with, with anyone recommend doing something like that because you find out so much about yourself and actually who you almost can be who you want to be out there as well without any pressure from anyone else. It's, it's yeah, amazing experience. Completely agree. Um, one thing you humbly didn't mention is in the roles you've had in your career, there's been a lot of progression. For example, yep. LA Fitness moved from personal trainer through sales to management to be uh, GM of Marlebone. Um, you also then, obviously, with us, have had five, six promotions. Now, as you say, you're running one of our business as an owner. What would you say is the single biggest reason you can identify for your progression? What's the key? I, I think it's... I've always been with anyone that I've ever worked with. I've always been really open and honest about where I want to get to. Um, and I, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I try and take that feedback. That's something that I've had to learn to do. <laughs> well, I, and, and you guys have massively helped me with that, but um, I've always wanted to surround myself with people that will get to get me, help me get to that level and, and give me the, the feedback in terms of how to get to that level. Um, and I think that's the main thing um, for me is, is I've surrounded myself with great people. Of course, I've had a bit of luck, to be honest, you know, coming to meet with you, you know, that, you know, was that fate? Luck? I don't know what you call that, but, um, you know, surround myself with great people that will give me that advice and, and help propel me to the next step. But I also, I work really hard. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware I'm never going to be the smartest guy in the room, but I can be the hardest worker in the room. Um, so that's that's always been a massive focus of mine, I think. And I think that's, you know, that set me, hopefully set me apart from other people. Pulling the thread of the feedback element you mentioned, yeah. how did that, t tell us more about that. Um, so I've always thought that, <laughs> I've always thought that I was being quite good with feedback and things like that. But actually in reality, I've always, because I'm, I'm ultra competitive um, and I always want to be the best and I always want to win. Um, so when people were giving me feedback, certainly in my initial role um, with you guys, I, I take it quite personally um, because I felt like I'd let people down and I felt like I wasn't being the best I could be. And that really got to me. Um, so I had to spend quite a while, I, I guess, really, probably probably about a year, I suppose, really, to, to really be able to take on board feedback from people, not take it personally, but actually how can I now implement that into being better? How can I improve um, the way that way that I act, the way that I speak to people? Um, how can I use that feedback and introduce that into my goal setting? Things like that. Um, so yeah, it's been it's certainly been a bit of a journey, um, mm -hmm. but hopefully I'm I understand how important it is now um, and over the last few years, which I think again sort of really propelled my career. I understand how important it is now. Um, and I actually do it myself now as well. So I'll critique myself massively um, 
and it might just be a one percent two percent um improvement um but i think yeah it's, it's it's a huge part of how i live my life i guess it may not have been easy for you to receive the feedback because it wasn't easy for me to give the feedback <laughs> to you in the early days um the critical thing for me is that you were receptive to it and you knew yeah. it was the right thing and the journey is not just about you seeing your own ones now as you see it in your team all the time you're telling people what they need to hear rather than what they want yeah. to hear and, that's the, and the other side of that feedback is often where we want to get to yeah um who has had the biggest influence on you, like career-wise, yeah. uh, and why? Um, so a couple of people. I guess the, the, the first person, um, this it, is sort of off, off of what you just said there in terms of the um, feedback that I needed to hear, the tough love. I think the first real uh, introduction to that was with Bryn Taylor um, at LA Fitness. Um, he was always incredibly honest with me. Um, and very upfront about what I needed to improve on, um, what I could do better and things like that. And that was a real first taste of, of proper tough love, straight to the point feedback, which I loved. Um, and I remember, I, rem I actually remember the, the turning point in, 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 uh, with, with, with Bryn, um, in my career, I guess really is, um, I had gone for a, a GM position. Um, and I, Honestly, I thought I was a shoe-in. Like I had quite a big ego, I think. Um, and I thought I was a shoe-in. And he sat me down afterwards. He was like, Matt, you've, you've not got it. This is why. This is the feedback. This is what you need to go away and work on. And it was very humbling. And, I, and that was a massive um, stepping stone for me to go, okay, I really need to take this on board now. I really need to listen to what people are saying. Um, and yeah, and next time I went for that GM, um, interview I got it because I'd listened to what he had said I'd implemented it into my um, goal setting into my day-to-day -day, um, and yeah I, I, I walked into to the, to that GM role um, the next I guess two people um, are, are of course you and Abby um, you've changed who I am I guess as as a person but also in, in my career as well um, being able to to really take that feedback on um, really control my my emotions as well i think is is a massive point um as i say i'm i'm quite competitive i'm i'm very passionate um so being able to sort of dumb that down a little bit still be passionate still be competitive but in the right way and and focus that competitive in the right way and i think you yourself and, and abby have really really helped me um sculpt that and, and focus that amazing failures and disappointment is a big part of any career what would you describe as your biggest disappointment, failure, regret that you've had so far? Orton Towers, okay. next. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that <laughs> there's, there's, there's many um, to, to pull up, but I think again, it's, I can't, I can't highlight one necessarily. I, I suppose that one, that GM one was, was a big one because it was a, such a turning point, but I think it's not necessarily something to, to dwell on the, the failures. It's, it's something to embrace. Um, and I always try and think about it from a training perspective, if you, or, or from a fitness perspective, if you want to get bigger, if you want to get stronger, you train to failure. And that's not a disappointment. That's not you having done something wrong. That's what you're aiming for. You're aiming to get to the best that you can possibly be, learn from it and then go again. Uh, so I think, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's so easy to dwell on the, the big regrets, the big failures and things like that, but actually look at how it shaped you look at how it's improved you, look at how it's made you stronger and then move forward. Absolutely. Can you pinpoint something maybe since you became an MD and you see, you, 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 I know from experience you see things differently now you're an MD. You maybe see mistakes or 
or disappointments differently? Is something happened in more recent times personally or with the team that you can pinpoint as a real learning point for yourself? Um, that's a good question. I suppose the um, imposter syndrome um, feeling. Um, I got that very, very early on. Um, and I know I had the, the similar conversations with you um, about actually, you know, am I ready for this? Um, am I good enough for this? Um, and you, you told me to shut up, I think. <laughs> um, but that was, that was a, yeah, that was, I think, a, a massive, um, a massive stepping stone that I had to get over. Um, and yeah, I did, I did it with, with your support. I think, I don't think anybody can have any kind of promotion, no, no, not even start to run their own business as well, without having that feeling at some point. I yeah. still, I still have it in current days it, mm. it happens but i think for me overcoming that is having the right people around you yeah following the process having the right structures around you doing the, the right things that are necessary to, to keep the business moving forward at certain times does that make sense yes yeah, yeah okay yeah. okay um and in terms of making mistakes there's a book called black box thinking which i know we've both read yeah that makes that's huge in terms of embracing the fact that you can make, make mistakes and actually it's a really good thing to do Growing up, did you have any role models? Who were you? Who were you? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guess it's the the standard answer. But my my mum and dad, um, so both of them um, were my role models. They've they've both worked incredibly hard um, to give us everything that we we could you know want really. Um, and we've there's there's four brothers, so there's there's four of us all growing up. So it's obviously. A, a tough household, I guess, for my parents, but they've always done everything they possibly can to to give us the best life. You know, we've, as as has everyone, but gone through like adversities and stuff like that. And they've always held a really positive attitude, always been smiling. Um, and I take the, and we're still an incredibly, incredibly tight knit family. I mean, we, we meet every week, um, but I've I've taken those family values away from that. Um, and implemented it in, in not only my family, but also in my career as well. Um, you know, the teams that I work with, it's, it's so important that I have that bond with them, that I have a, a family feel with them. Um, and and I, I, I love being really tight with my team. Um, so I, I think that's from them that I've learned that for sure. When I interviewed you way back in Shakespeare House, the thing that I liked, I loved most about you was that family element shone through, that ambition, that drive coming from your family, how important it was, was one of the reasons. And the reason why I mentioned that is not just to make you feel good. It's that's an important interview thing I think you could pass on yeah. to people who may be listening to this. It's be authentic when you're in an interview. Let people get to know you. It was one of the main things I loved most about you. Your competitive spirit as well is obviously important. <laughs> always important. What is the book or books, platform, influencer, podcaster that you would recommend? You're allowed up to three. I know you've probably got 19. Yeah. <laughs> up to three. What, what, where would you point people? What are the three? As you say, it's, it's difficult to sort of pinpoint, um, pinpoint a few. I think I'd, I'd throw a bit of a random one in there um, over those things and actually go with find yourself a mentor. I think is you can read. All, all, all the books you can you can jump on YouTube you can look at or you can listen to all the podcasts but actually if you have a mentor that's lived and breathed it that's been where you are now is where you want to be and they can give you real-time feedback real-time advice for me that is that trumps any book that I've ever read 
um i love i love reading i love books i love self-development you know that but actually being able to sit down with someone and going you know using them as a sounding board then being able to say that's an amazing idea and let's do that or as you said pull on that thread or say no that's not going to work for this reason that that trumps anything fine biggest one for me is, is find yourself a mentor for it, in terms of growth um if i was to move to to books um sticking around that that team culture things like that culture code um by daniel quill i think it is um was really stood out to me love that we've implemented a few things from that as well um and then the last one i guess in terms of platform is, is youtube um you can find so much gold on youtube it's a lot of nonsense but and again i didn't i didn't really know know this until probably a couple of years ago there's so much good stuff on there so much content um from experts um uh, yeah i i go to that quite a lot um so that'd be a big one is, is delve into youtube try not to look at crazy uh, monkeys riding pigs and stuff like that but uh, <laughs> um yeah but yeah, there's some some gold on there for sure So all that covering your covering all your all your career so far, what is your best career advice at this point of your life now? Um, best advice, I think this this can be for for career, but also in in any part of your life as well, is to set goals, set clear goals, and and I think this can be massively overlooked. And I think it's so easy for people to write down, um, you know, get a pay rise, get a promotion. I never look at that bit of paper again or just think because they've written it down, it's going to almost manifest itself. And that just isn't the case. I think what you can do is be really clear and detailed about those goals that you're setting. So um, I'll write down a, a goal, for example, and I'll be like, OK, now let me work backwards. What do I need to do today to get to that goal? What do I need to do this week to get to that goal? So on so forth and break it down into small, manageable chunks and then Put it into your daily habits. That uh, it's uh, Atomic Habit. Uh, I think it's, it's an incredible book about um, habit stacking. Um, and I, I sort of almost stack my long-term goals into my daily routine, um, and it becomes part of my life. Um, and something I'm actually doing, I've, I've recently started to try as well, is um, journaling. So every night, sit down and, and almost write down and and confess to myself a little bit about what I've done to get to those goals. Have I done anything to get to those goals? And if I haven't, write it down. Why didn't I do it? How do I feel about it? Um, that's going to then hopefully give me be after the next day. But I also do that with other parts of my life as well. So not just career, but also with um, my training, um, with my golf. Um, I'm, as you know, pretty horrendous. So I'm trying to get better. So it's actually, what am I doing today to get better? Is that watching a YouTube video? Um, things like that is, is finances as well. What do I, my long-term money goal, how do I break that down daily? How do I break that down weekly? Um, so I think that's, is such a big thing that, that is so easy to go. Yeah, yeah I set goals. I write this down, write that down. But actually if you don't bring it into your daily habits, your daily life, it's so hard to reach. Um, that would be my biggest one for sure. I love every single part of that answer, I think. So The Atomic Habits by James Clear, completely yeah. agree. Wonderful, wonderful book. I also did the habit stack inside of it as well. And some of the planning, the glow that comes from the one thing as well, doesn't it, about really yes. planning yeah. short, medium, long-term uh, goals as well. Um, can you tell us your top interview tip? Now, that's not just for a candidate. What's your top interview tip for clients as well who's maybe looking at their recruitment process? How can they recruit better? as well in in the current climate um yeah good question i think um I, I guess for both sides is going to the interview um 
in the best position to, uh, in the position to almost um get, put your your best self forward and that's for both candidates and clients i guess from a candidate perspective it's making sure you've done your prep um really go into detail in terms of what the company are doing what they're uh, you know there is there any exciting news things like that um go in with a smile on your face um you know be able to to present your best self to that client because you don't know what's going to happen in the future you might go in you might smash you might get that role you might go in you might miss out to someone else they might think of you in the future like you just don't know what's going to happen so be go in with best intentions and know that if you've walked away and you don't get that role for whatever reason you have done everything you possibly can don't walk away with regrets nice. um, and then from a from a client perspective i guess it's, it's very similar go in with exactly that attitude that you're going to put your best self forward you're going to put your um your company's best face forward um at the moment in this in this climate great candidates are hard to come by is that's that's reality um and every single um client needs to be aware i guess be aware of that and adapt to that as well um and give their give their brand the best the best voice i suppose is the best way to say it absolutely um but yeah that that'll be the biggest one we talk a lot about companies having the right narrative yeah out there. there you go and i think yeah, that's, yeah. that's i completely agree i think it's so so important really really good advice and in terms of some of the interviews that you've held over years or you've heard about through your team, some of the no-nos or traits or things you've seen that consistently happen that almost cause interviews to go the wrong way, other good people not performing well or things that happen, those, those, those traits that happen consistently in interviews that, hmm. that hold people back. What would you say is maybe the top one or two of those that, that you've seen over the years that stop people getting jobs? <laughs> I, I, th I think the biggest one is laziness. Um... Uh, and poor attitude. I think that probably covers a lot of things that can go wrong in an interview. So um, not actually prepping, um, as in terms of research. I think if you walk in um, and the client asks you what you know about the company and you don't say, or you say, I don't really know, or you, you're done. No, you, you're probably not going to get the job. Uh, but that also could be in the vein of going in, not smiling. Um, it could be going in looking a bit shabby. It could be going in five minutes late things like that and that's just through lack of um preparation that's just laziness and i think that's the biggest biggest one that, that frustrates me because you can get someone that's amazing you can get the best best candidate in the world if they turn up 10 minutes late because they've not read the train times they're done do you think there's something in sometimes things happen like someone running late um or it's okay to say sometimes okay so i don't know it's how you deal with those things in the interviews for example if someone's late but they've called up saying there's been train delays, this is what's happened, they keep people informed. Does that help? Yeah. Or is it still Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you can't control you can't control <laughs> that. That's maybe not the best example. You you can't obviously control train times and things like that, but it's controlling the controllables, right? Um I agree. so yeah, that if if you do that well, um, then the likelihood of you being late or the likelihood of you not necessarily knowing about the company becomes very, very slim. Okay. If you had to go back to your twenty one year old self. 21 year old Tom Trout. What's the one piece of advice you'd give that young man? Um, <laughs> uh, probably don't go out as much. <laughs> um, no, mine would be learn. So set goals like I do now, then um, that I, I, I feel like I'd be a very different person, I guess. Um, not that I'd want to change who I am now, but it would be be interesting to see where i'd be now if i did that but also learn um learn to take feedback a lot sooner 
as well. Um, that that yeah, that would probably be the biggest one. Fair enough. Sometimes you have to go through a journey there to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if someone was watching this, what's the what's the one thing that you'd want someone to take from the topics we've covered so far? What if someone's watching it? What's the one thing you'd want them to take away? I, I think the big again. I think the biggest thing that's helped me in my career is is the goal setting, is being relentless with it, being really clear, really detailed. Um, that's probably the biggest thing to, to take away and, and really implement that into your life. Um, and if I can add another one, I don't know if that's being too cheeky, but it's surround yourself with great people. Um, if you if you have dreams, if you have ambitions, if you have goals, surround yourself with people that will help you get there. Um, that yeah that's that's a big one for me for sure i'm gonna finish off with one one small thing you say about goal setting everyone has been in a situation where they make some amazing goals but something takes them off track you drift away from them sometimes they 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 don't come part of your conscious how have you made you mentioned about habit stacking earlier mm -hmm. is that the main way you keep yourself on track yeah absolutely um habit stacking but also being adaptable with your goals goals change um, you know, you could you could write you could write something today that you want to do in two years time. Life gets in the way. It happens. Um, so adapt your goals. Um, be be fluid, um, but but be relentless in working towards them. Amazing. But Tom, thank you so, so much for your time today. And um, speak soon. Thanks.